Welcome to the show. It's your boy, Lewis. And it's your boy, Gibby. What's up, guys? What's up? The intro music today was Stevie B, Spring Love. Heavy track. Because spring is in the air. Yeah, it's Finally, nice. it's arrived here it's in it's uh, arrived. southern Ontario. So Ontario. Uh, we're proud, and I'm happy, and I can finally enjoy the patio, and the barbecue, and the cold beer, and yeah, everything nice. So today we're going to talk about uh, current events, of course, Habs news, we're going to catch up on the playoffs. Uh, is this the best version of the NHL we've ever witnessed? We're going to find out, and we're going to do a quick word on the birds, and there's so much more, but first... The Yodel Boy signs to Atlantic and he dropped his first single. Don't get me wrong, it's pretty cool to be on TV. So all the folks back home can see me. And then I'm living it out. It's alright. It's not something it's not my <laughs> it's not my cup of tea. I'm not a country guy, so uh, I think it's good though. Kid's talented. Yeah. Let's see how long he lasts. I mean, hey. One hit wonder. Uh, you think so? I don't know. I don't know. The kid's actually talented. We no, gotta he, give he him. He has talent. Like his voice is pretty good. It is like, good. Like I, I'll give him that. So maybe he's the country version of Justin Bieber. I was just about to say that. Actually, <laughs> it's funny you say that. I was just about to say. Yeah, that. I mean, we're all thinking it. <laughs> when you see him, we're all thinking it. Turns eighteen, crashes a Lambo. <laughs> Yodel, yodel, <laughs> Uh <laughs> The Raps versus Cavs. 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 Um, Wrong sport. So. Wow. Again, the Cavs, like they're just the no kryptonite. Not the Cavs. LeBron James. Yeah, yeah, really. That's pretty much what it is. LeBron James is the best player of all time. Chalk it up. Guy's so good, man. Like, I never met, well, I've never met him actually, but uh, <laughs> I never, uh, I've never seen a, a more dominant basketball player in yeah, my life. No, it, th- this just proves that he's the best because of how dominant he is. I mean, He's like almost single-handedly uh, carrying his team. Although uh, there was a couple pieces off the bench yesterday. Tristan Thompson. I yeah, Tristan, Tom- Tristan Thompson, uh, Kyle Korver, and J.R. Smith all were good. But the Raptors played better. They, they should have won that game. Foot, yeah, man. they shot themselves. They they lost that game. Yeah. LeBron didn't win that game. They lost that game. Yeah. They had easy buckets. They, they missed a lot of threes. They had two chances to finish it with game-winning shots. They blew both of them. They had shots at the rim where they're putting it back and missing Terrible. easy layups. I mean, they shot themselves in the foot, and they better hope that they win the next one. Agreed. So uh, CFL draft tomorrow. Why is this a thing? Uh, on a scale from one to I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not a CFL You're guy. You're not going to watch it? No. Come on. Alouette's got the first pick. Oh, yay. Like, what kind of... Okay, first, first out of, of all, six? First of, all, like six first of all, first of all, no, there's not six. There's like nine. It's not even an even number. Like, have ten or eight in your league. First of all, it's a terrible league. They're working on it, man. Any. They're working on it. But it's terrible. Yeah, I hate it. Not a CFL guy. So there's not a thing on football. There's not a lot of interest in Des Bryant. Like, pe- teams are not even willing to give him the minimum contract. Really? How do you feel about that? I didn't hear anything. I haven't been paying attention much. Yeah, I read it today. To the NFL. Seems like Um, he's not, uh, you know, getting a lot of interest from NFL teams. That's weird. Hey, maybe uh, there's something that they know that we don't. Maybe he should watch the CFL draft and see 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 who needs wide receivers. receivers. Exactly. (laughs) 
<laughs> XFL, I heard, is coming back. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Jason Witten is also retiring. Yeah. And he allegedly has two TV deals on the table. Yeah, so... Jason Witten's good. I mean, he, he's never... He was always, like, a highly rated fantasy tight end, but I thought never lived up to... He's... He's a good tight end because tight ends... He's I, a good tight end supposed to be, for your team. But he's not a good fantasy player. No, no. He was never a good um, fantasy player. But yeah, he's good. He's like uh, Brent Selleck uh, from the Eagles. Brent Selleck wasn't like a fantastic uh, like points yeah, guy. Yeah, like not a points but guy. He does, not a guy he who's going to... He does a lot of the blocking that goes yeah, on Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he plays his part, but he's not yeah. going to score like 10 touchdowns a year. No. Right, so Very anyway, wish him well in his retirement if he actually decides to retire because I just feel like it's been the the trend now where people say they're retiring, but then they don't. Well, the rumor was that um, Dallas says, listen, we're going to cut you. So to save to save face, instead of cutting you, like if you want to retire, you can. That's the rumor that was going around. Well, if that's the case, then whatever. We'll see what happens. Um, Big Ben. Came uh, public and says he wants to play three to five more years. Where? <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess in Pittsburgh. Like, I think it's time to. I think it's. It's. I think it's time to just part ways with Big Ben. I think he's bringing down the team. He's. Uh, he's so inconsistent. Like sometimes he had, no, he's he, okay. Yeah, he had. Sometimes a rough he's season. good, and then sometimes he's terrible. Like it's. I don't know, man. I he think they need to go young. They need year. to go young. I think they need to go young, agile. They need somebody who can move more. If you have an agile quarterback, I think that'll help create more space for Le'Veon Bell. And Antonio Brown. And both. Imagine yeah. having a guy who's a threat to run. Yeah, exactly. Right? I think that that's what they need. That's going to make the, the Steelers a better team, in I my opinion. I agree with that. Uh, Lou Lamorello is going to step down as the Lou. Leafs GM. So, Well, he, he did step down already, officially. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing that popped in your mind when you thought of that, when you heard that? The team's going to the pooper. They're going down. <laughs> no, I heard there was, uh, that was like the original plan was Lou was going to stick around for yeah, two yeah. years. I Probably going to mentor one of the younger guys. The first thought that came to my mind was, okay, can these guys grow beards now? <laughs> yeah. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is because hearing Brian Burke is available, maybe oh Burke goodness. is coming, coming back to that Toronto. That makes sense. <laughs> Burke. Burke's a, a oh, hothead. Imagine him with no, Shannon. No, I know. It's, it's never going to happen, but I, it did cross my mind. <laughs> um, so the Titans O-line waterfalled beer down a catfish at the Preds game. Did you see the footage of that? No. That oh, my disgusting. God. You didn't see the footage of that? No, that sounds It's disgusting. hilarious. So the whole t- Tennessee Titans like O-line and Marcus Mariota were there. Marcus Mariota didn't participate, but they were holding like a huge catfish and just pouring deer, uh, beer down the catfish, and one guy's drinking. It. That sounds disgusting. And they were just going crazy. It was hilarious. Like that beer probably tastes like like fish, <laughs> fish beer, fish beer. That sounds fish crazy. lager. No, not interested. Uh, okay, <laughs> uh, staying on fish. The Mississauga Steelheads <laughs> they ink a new deal with Hershey Center and uh, the city of Mississauga. Yay! So they're sticking now I can around. Watch my favorite team play. <laughs> hey, man, that's a big deal. It's good to have junior hockey in in our city. Yeah, it is. Uh, Pierre Dorian, okay, tells at TSN twelve hundred that uh, Coach Guy Boucher and his staff will return next season. Okay. Okay. So we'll see. <laughs> I mean, whatever. 
I, I expected them to change because I thought it was a really bad year. I thought they would have been a better team. Yeah. I think that in today's game, these defensive coaches are, are really starting to become... I think something should have changed, but... Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I don't wish them luck, even though I did choose Ottawa to be <laughs> one of the teams to bounce back next year. Uh, Tom Wilson involved in another controversial hit. Did you see it? Yes, I did. Thank uh, you. Finally, we can talk about something. We can talk <laughs> about other things, too. Man. Yeah, well, I, you, need to, you need to start watching more stuff. Okay. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. What do you see? Uh, what do I see? I, what right did you now, see? I see some ugly dude in front of me. <laughs> what um, did you see? I don't know, man. Like, it's... Like, why is this guy in the... Like, this is... if he, Did he get suspended? Do you know? I don't or know yet. The I don't know. soon? I think they 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 wanted to meet with him. I don't think he got suspended though. Oh my god. Okay, so it's clearly a dirty hit. First of all, he he, you can see the video. He makes like an engage. He engages. He looks at the guy. He sees his head's down, and he's he's he still leads with his shoulder, mm-hmm. but like his head's down, and he, he, the shoulder makes contact with the head. I'm not a hundred percent like against that because Tom Wilson is a bit taller and um Acton Reese was kind of like tilted so that he his head was a bit lower yeah but what pissed me off is after he followed through with his elbow you can see him follow through with his elbow kind of that's kind of where I'm just like okay you knew what you were doing he was kind of like leaning back okay look listen by rule I think it's a it's a clean hit by rule by rule yes by rule it's a clean hit but I still think that these are the kind of hits we don't want in the game anymore. He, it's an unnecessary hit again. Like you yeah. don't need. He steps right in front of him and he just leans into and his him. his teammate was right beside him battling. Right. Yeah. Like I mean, it's it's a and bad. I, it's it's a it's a bad hit. It's the type of hits that you don't want in the game. But like I said, by rule, there's a lot of shoulder contact. I watched the slow down like GIF and everything like. I saw it. it. It was a lot of s- shoulder, but yeah, as he's kind of like releasing, he leg does push elbow. off the leg yeah. and it leads with the elbow and then falls kind of like into his bench there. So, yeah. but I mean, it's just unnecessary. And it feels like that's that guy's the type of guy who just goes out there looking to hurt people. And I feel like he should get suspended just. To, to prove a point, like, listen, even though you caught a lot of body, is there's bad intentions behind that hit, mm-hmm. and it's unnecessary. We want to get those dirty hits, not dirty per se, but, d- like, unnecessary, unnecessary hits. hits. Exactly. Out of the game. Uh, and then, uh, staying on hockey, double IHF suspended five players. Rasmus Dalin is one of them. Three coaches for disrespect shown after the silver medal game. Mm-hmm. So you remember... Uh, yeah, four games was given to the guy, uh, Lias Anderson, who threw the, the medal into the crowd. Yeah. So a few of them, for disrespecting the, the ceremony and the medal, they were suspended for the next double uh, IHF tournament. Bunch of sore losers. Yeah. But still, I understand their frustration, but yeah, four games for a buddy who threw it in the, in the crowd. Well, it is what it is, man. Great, great. Well, that's pretty much all we got for now. Time to get into the show. All right, so it's time for some uh, Habs news. 
So this came uh, just before uh, we started recording, or a little bit earlier. The Habs signed uh, prospect Lucas Vegmo to an entry-level deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid's like a kind of center-type winger. He played uh, overseas. I'll, let me pull up his stats here. Nothing too crazy, but at the end of the day, I've said it before, why not... Just Stack yeah, the fill the cupboards. Cabbies. Maybe one of these kids are gonna hit. I mean, he didn't have a great year. He had ten goals, twelve assists in uh, forty-seven games for Desjardins IF in the SHL. I mean, the guy doesn't really look like a points guy. Six foot two, almost two hundred pounds, mm-hmm. and he's a center slash winger. So hey, let's see what he can do. At this, at the end of the day, too, we had a lot of uh, PTOs and all this stuff for Laval. Yeah, maybe we need some more players down here. Let's let's fill the cupboards and let's see what we got in these kids. Yeah, I agree. And uh, staying on uh, another recently signed uh, prospect, Alexandre Elaine. He got three goals, two assists last night as the Blainville Bosbriand Armada beat Charlottetown Islanders six one in Game Seven. They advanced to the finals. Game one is Friday. Guys, uh, guys, the real deal. Uh, game seven, and he shows up, eh? He did, man, yeah. Kid's been Good tearing it up. Kid's been yeah, tearing yeah, yeah. it up. Uh, last week, I, I said that I thought they were eliminated, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I was wrong. Uh, they're still alive. So for those of you listening, thanks for sticking around, even though I don't know what I'm talking about half the time. Yeah. So, so cheers to that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this kid has been lights out for his team, racking up the points. Mm-hmm. Next time uh, we have Rick on, uh, Rick Stevens, the boss. Uh, we'll definitely get his scouting report and expectations on the kid. I, I don't know too much about him. I just know that the last two seasons, he took a big step in point production. Yeah. He produced uh, 52 points last year and 87 this season. And then earlier, I think it was like 30 points. So, okay. I mean, probably his age has something to do with it because he's like 21, 22 years old mm-hmm. playing with younger kids, right? But, uh, hey, at the end of the day, any improvement is always a good sign, so. Yeah. Cross your fingers, hope to die. Let's produce a center this time. Boom. Bang. Uh, <laughs> Renat Valiev. Peace. He's going back to the K. Uh, but either way, secret agent Plikanich, he, he succeeded with his mission. Yes, he did. We still have the draft pick, which is a pretty decent draft pick considering the Leafs' early exit of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We have Kirby Reichel still, who could be potentially... A roster player, maybe a fourth, third liner. You never know. The kid, like, I still seen... A lot of question yeah, marks there. I, I, there is question marks, but you never know still. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, besides that, I still think we won the trade. Uh, thanks for the memories, Renat. Valiev. Renat. We're Renat signing you. <laughs> and Renat very impressed with how you played. <laughs> Renat. <laughs> okay. Uh, JJ Daniel. And Dan Lacroix are out. Finally. And Ducharme is in. Finally. JD, JJ Daniel, thankfully he is gone. Why? Useless. Really? Yeah. You don't think he did anything good? No. I know. Everybody was <laughs> calling for his head. Many times. Uh, you know, I hate to cheer for like another man losing his job, but yes! Woo! Finally, he's gone. And I think that we got a pretty good replacement in Ducharme. Yeah. Uh, I think he has a lot to learn. 
he doesn't have any pro experience, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but who better than Kirk Muller and Claude Julian to coach under, right? Claude. You can learn a lot. I think we have a lot of young talent coming up, so he can work with the young talent, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it gives a fresh look and new ideas to yeah. Claude. Claude is like a... I, t- I told you, his, his, his strategies are outdated. Mm-hmm. I think, though... The most important thing about this all is the success that Jonathan Drouin had under playing under Ducharme. And I have it yeah. here. <clears throat> he played two and a half seasons under Dominique Ducharme. He had 77 goals, 165 assists, 242 points in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Under two and a half seasons. It's That's pretty, pretty good. good. And then in the playoffs, 34 goals, 68 assists, 102 points in 50 games played in the playoffs under Dominique Ducharme. Mm-hmm. So I think the biggest positive out of all this is that. I think hopefully he'll smack some sense into them and say, hey, this kid's a winger, and I'm going to make him a good NHL winger. Yeah. Uh, Rick Dudley leaves the Canadians <sighs> for the Hurricanes job. Now... Well, he didn't leave. Yeah, I guess he did leave for the Hurricanes job. So, are you worried he's going to leak info, or mm. or are you? Like what kind of info? Do you think another big hire will happen too? What do you think? Big hire from us? Yeah, like replace him. Um, I'm sure they'll probably just end up going through like whoever's in our management team right now. Well, they already came public and they said no, they're not going to fill it within house. Oh, really? Yeah. So either that could mean that. They are going to hire or they're just going to kind of like let the people just split the responsibilities between yeah. people who are in there. You know what I mean? So I don't know 100%. But I know that they have already come out and said that nobody in-house will be taking his place. Really? So maybe they're planning another hire. Who knows? I just got one thing I want to play for, for Rick. Dudley. Sing it! Dudley. Dudley the dragon. Uh, let's hope that Rick acts like a dragon and not a snake <laughs> and does not share our draft ideas. Because mm-hmm. don't you think it's a coincidence that he goes to the team who drafts right before us? Interesting. That is, that's a little bit sketchy, I'm not going to lie. But or maybe he, maybe we've sent him as the inside <laughs> man now. Maybe to like, yeah, yeah, to steer them a different yeah. way. Oh, I never yeah, thought about yeah, that aspect. Hey. Oh. Oh. All right, so we'll be watching anyway, Rick. All right, we'll be watching. Um, moving on. <laughs> Thomas Plakanich says it's his priority to come back to Montreal. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I wouldn't mind having him back. Uh, he's a good shutdown guy. Have him as a third liner, uh, two million, two point five million a year, and let's call it a deal. I think. Okay, let, let me start by saying. He outscored Austin Matthews in the playoffs. You guys better than Austin Matthews. So need I say more? <laughs> need I say more? Okay. But for real, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'd like to see him hit the milestone. I'd like to see him back. But if he is part of the top nine on this team, then we failed our offseason. Okay? So let's hope that's not the case. Maybe come back as a fourth liner, but he cannot be part of the top nine on this team. That would be a fail. I don't. I think he'd be okay as a third liner. I don't think so. I think that there's better but who would younger. Who be our third liner? Dano. I th- I prefer Dano, which means that we be? would have a top center and maybe two. Like I want so two want, guys. You want two to top jump ahead. You yeah. want two centers. Yeah. And and 
Deno on the third one. And I want Deno to be the third, yeah. Wow, you're high That's hopes. the kind of... See- and maybe a young hopes, guy, you man. never know. A Jake Evans or maybe Deno as the second and a Jake Evans as the third. Somebody. Jake Evans is not going to crack the lineup. You never know. I just want... I feel like with Placanich, If Placanich is our third line center next year, I feel like that would be a fail. I think a younger guy should be there. I would even... Even a JDLR maybe could be there. Yeah, okay. Right? Like somebody. He proved that he can play. Right? So, I don't know. I feel like that would be... It's a young man's league now. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need to head in that direction. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, okay. And uh, obviously, draft lottery. Number three pick. Who was a player of interest at number three? Mr. Zadina. Philip Zadina. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Craig Button went on TSN. And uh, he said that we should steer away from... Um, drafting the like the projected guy and draft the best possible center and it, it would be like uh what florida did how they drafted barkov over um Drouin. so i don't know i think uh that's something they definitely got to look into uh this draft i think this draft is going to tell a lot about what bergevin's thinking here and that, that i think that draft also could could show a little bit more of his cards yeah um yeah, definitely. I mean, I heard that too. I mean, this is a very popular topic. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm a pro scout. You know, I couldn't even be a boy scout, to be honest. So I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to go with my gut on this and say, I think you got to go with Zadina or Shvechnikov if he drops to you. That's another, that's another winger though, man. I know, but listen, I know we have an influx of wingers but I feel like when you have the opportunity to draft a dynamic player, you do it. And I know the guy he spoke about was, was this Kotka Niemi kid, right? Mm-hmm. He's being compared to Kopitar. But I'll tell you the truth. I looked at his numbers. They're not breathtaking. And he's, he is facing better competition right now. But even at a young age, he wasn't exactly tearing it up. Mm-hmm. Do we really need another two-way center? Is that really what we want? I think, like... I think we got to let management do its job, let Timmons do his job, let the scouting department do their job, for sure. And um, I feel like don't reach just because you're looking for a center. Yeah. Because we've done that in the past. We've looked for, like, a big defenseman. We, we went out of the spot. You know, exactly. We <laughs> went out of our position yeah. to draft somebody who, who, who was in need for the organization. Tenorti. And we got burned. Tenorti. Uh Louis LeBlanc. Yeah. We draft out just because <laughs> we needed a French guy. <laughs> like listen don't draft this kid you know just because he's a center draft the only time you don't draft the player that's projected is if you really feel like the other guy is a better player yeah. not just because of the position he plays okay well so, when's this when's this kid projected like if he's projected to go they're like, saying that he well he's a little bit later but the people are starting to say a lot of scouts are, are speaking highly of him and maybe he is the right choice like i said i'm not a pro scout i'm not even a boy scout would, what, what but i do you, like the cookies the cookies would you good. be open to trading down in a relative area for him i don't know get something for if you're not like i don't know if like if i i'm not really for drafting any more wingers right now i get it this Zadina kid and Shveshnikov kid are supposed to be stars and studs, and apparently they're also NHL ready. But you gotta do what's gonna help the 
team in the long run. And right now, like, these kids are going to be studs, but we have no center to play with them. Yeah, okay, I understand that. But still, I don't think, like, we need to draft a player who we think is going to be NHL ready. Mm-hmm. Okay? These wingers are, are supposed to be the real deal. I would much rather draft a winger, okay, than and trade some of the other wingers we have for a center. Or okay. sign. We also have uh, we have a shot at a few free agents too, dude. If if because we don't know, like we could draft, we could draft up, you know, draft down whatever for a center, but we don't know. This kid allegedly he's not even NHL ready. They say he probably needs some more time in Finland. Mm-hmm. In Finland, well, yeah, you're not gonna get uh, like if he's projected to go like ten between ten to fifteen. I don't know the exact numbers where he's projected. Chances are it's not a stack draft. We all know that, right? So chances are none of those kids are going to be NHL ready except for the top three. Exactly. So you take the NHL ready player and you trade. But but you're going to take the NHL ready player and then you're going to have the same issue that we've been having, which is you're going to have the young kids playing fourth line doing nothing. Well, no, that's not true. You have a, a winger like that who could play on the second or third line. Okay, and then it bumps. But, and we trade down. wingers, though. We need to trade wingers. We have an influx of wingers. Trade wingers. Pacioretty is there. We have a bunch of guys we can trade for a center. You okay. gotta make it happen. It's your job as the GM to do it. So, uh, like I said, maybe this Kotkaniemi kid is the kid. I'm thinking Zadina or Kachuk. Those mm-hmm. are the two. I mean, both of them. I I, well, I got to see both of them play a little bit. I loved Kachuk at the World Juniors. I thought he was a stud. Let them. I'm going to let them do their job. I hope they make a deci- the right decision, but I don't think we just draft a center because we need a center. We've been hearing for a long time there's no centers in this draft that are worth drafting yeah. that high. I don't know why all of a sudden things have changed. Well, I'm, I'm like, I'm more so, if, if we're going to draft the center and we're not going to draft the like Zadina or Smeshnikov, I think it would be stupid to draft the center at third overall. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think it would be stupid, and that's what Craig Button was kind of saying. So I'm just kind of like, you might as if you were trying to go draft the center, you just trade down and get something for that third line for third overall pick, right? Right. Yeah. So makes sense. Yeah. We'll see. Keep an eye on that. Now it's time for round two check in. Yeah. Let's start with the first series: Nashville versus Winnipeg. It's a good series so far. Loving it. Uh, P.K. Subin has been getting booed heavy. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's everything that I've expected, a solid back-and-forth matchup. Um, right now, Winnipeg is leading the series 2-1. Um, the last match prior to the night to yesterday, um, it took a Nashville win in overtime to happen. Um, I'm liking how this matchup is going so far, and I think this matchup can go to Game 7, even though I chose Winnipeg in 6, um, which is still a high possibility, of course. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I like, I'd like it to go to Game 7 just because all, the, all three games that we've seen have been good. Yeah. Um, right now, the leading scorer has been Mark Shifley, who's been lighting it up. Yeah. Um, My boy. <laughs> Seven points in three Woo-hoo. games. Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. The, he was he's on fire, man. Um, yeah, I thought Stasny was gonna have a bigger series this year, this yeah. series, but whatever. I chose Shifley last round, so you can have him. <laughs> this this definitely has come as advertised. Yeah, 
the almighty Purnell Carl and the Nashville Preds looking vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Spit it out there. Uh, I think David Poyle's uh, nurse has to change his diaper every TV timeout because he's probably pooping himself right now watching the Jets out there. The Jets are no joke. The Preds, uh, they're not going to go away easy, but I I feel like we know who the better team is. And I Mm -hmm. I stick with my prediction as well. Jets in seven. It's going to happen. It's got to happen. They're Canada's team right now. San Jose, Vegas. What have you seen there? Um... I like the series. Okay, despite the the first game spanking Vegas dealt to San Jose, um, the last two games have been good. Both games have been decided in overtime, um, one of which which was uh, sent to double OT. Uh, right now, Vegas is up 2-1, so we shall see tonight's how tonight's matchup goes with San Jose. Which is, I think, a pivotal matchup. It's huge. You, I think San Jose, it's a must win for San Jose. Um, so hopefully San Jose can even it up at 2 I'm hoping my prediction of game of seven games in the series can still come true. Um, right now, William Carlson is leading the series. <laughs> Brain fart. <laughs> leading the series in, uh, with seven points in three games. Um, listen, he's, uh, he's proven that he's a force to be reckoned with with uh, years to come. Yeah. So that's maybe he is. We'll see. Uh, Vegas, they came out the gate I saw Vegas, I saw Vegas flag today. I was not impressed. Yeah, here in Mississauga. Like, are you serious? Or Milton, whatever. Listen, they came out the gate flying. I was watching that game, that first period. Wow. I thought, uh-oh, the Sharks are done. Sharks battled back. Mm-hmm. Okay, they won one out of the last two close games. They were two close games. A lot better. Closely uh, contested. Tonight is a must-win game for the Sharks. Yeah. If they lose tonight, it's over. And if they win, I like their chances of winning the series still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Washington, Pitt. What's up with that? So uh, the battle of Crosby versus Ovechkin has been uh, it's been a decent battle. Crosby's got four points in three games, and Ovechkin's uh, got five points in three games. So far, it's looking like Ovi's winning the battle, but uh, we shall see. Um, I still think this game can this this series can go to uh, Game Seven, like I predicted last show. Um, yeah, the leading scorer right now is Ovechkin, Mister Ovechkin. Um, so yeah, it's right now it's who who Washington's up two one, correct? Right. Yeah. Yeah, Washington's up two one. Um, it's been a good uh, good series as well. It a has lot of been. close games. Yep. So, we'll see if it goes to seven. I, you know what? I'm. It's fine. I think it's finally starting to look like the Caps are gonna rise up and top the Penguins. Don't put it's it past starting. Them at the okay, collapse, I know, so. but it's starting to feel like that, right? And I know the injuries and the shaky goaltending have like Matt Murray has not been good. Yeah, he has which, not which been is a factor. Weird. I thought Matt Murray was gonna. Yeah, be good I know series. you. You thought he was gonna be good, but he yeah. has not. If he doesn't step up, this could be the end of of the drive for the three peat. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can't count the Penguins out yet. Malkin was injured, came back. They say Kessel might be playing injured. I mean, they don't look 100%. They don't look as dangerous as they did against Philly. I don't know if it's just, obviously, Philly, maybe they just were a lot, they weren't as good as people thought they were. And Washington is finally waking up, right? After that early Columbus, you know, going down 2 nothing against Columbus, that might have been a big wake-up for them. Yeah. And they said, we're not going to let that happen again. That could happen to Huge teams. Huge momentum. So this is one that I think is going to be a, a, 
a, a good one to watch. It's been it's been entertaining, but I feel like the the Penguins have have are kind of fighting it right now. Latang has has been terrible. Yeah, right. He he just doesn't look like the same guy. So I don't know. We'll keep an eye on it. And Matt Murray, like I said, has to be a lot better. Yeah, he does for sure. And the last one, Tampa, Boston, 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 Cream, Boston, Crab. Um, so this. Uh, so far, the series is tied 1-1. It's looking like uh, potential game seven. Um, I did predict Tampa in six, but I can still see that this one's going to seven. Uh, right now, it's looking like Tampa has a slight edge. They're, uh, they're making Boston look a little, a little rough on the edges. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, Boston actually, Brad Marchand is actually leading the... the uh, the squad, the, the series again, <laughs> a brain fart. Leading the series with six points in two games, so he's having a good series. I mean, three it's the points, vita- vitamin three D overload, Gibby. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Too much sun got me all messed up. Uh, yeah, I think that this has been another good series. Like I said, this this year's playoffs, I think, has gifted us with some yeah, quality this is hockey. Probably the best playoffs yeah, I've seen in a, a while. Long in a while, time. it's been good. And the Habs aren't even in it, so I'm not. I can't even be biased, right? Maybe that's why, because we're too busy watching Habs when they actually play. Yeah, true. Maybe yeah, that could be it. Uh, but you know, Tuka Rask again, man. He just doesn't look good. No, he does not look good. And I don't think he's gonna like miraculously turn around, turn this around. You know, uh, and to be honest, I don't think we have truly seen the best of the Lightning. I know I've said that. But I don't think that we've seen the best of them. They haven't had their back against the wall yet. Mm-hmm. And I can't see them losing this series. I, th- I still like Tampa and six. And like I said, they haven't had their back against the wall. There's nothing like a team with their back against the wall to really bring the best out of them. And I don't think they're even going to have that opportunity in this series, maybe in the next one. But I still like this team. I still think that they are not playing their best hockey. I feel like there's better hockey to come out of Tampa. And that's kind of scary because they're still here. You know what I'm saying? Player? Yeah. All right. No time does now? What time is it, man? Have a prediction. So I asked you last time which goalie would get a shutout this round, if any at all. You said Matt Murray. <laughs> that night, Mark Andre Fleury got a shutout. The other form, the other Penguin former yeah. Penguin, and that's another thing. The Penguins, man, they don't have that. When one goalie sucks, put Flurry in. They had that for no, a while. No, they have uh, Jari or whatever. Yeah, come on. He's not man. a bad don't, player. Don't compare Flurry to comp- I'm Jari. not comparing, but I'm saying he's not a bad goalie. Mark Bergevin. No, I'm not. <laughs> Mark Bergevin. And then I asked you, Ovi versus said who ra- racks up more points versus uh, Sid Crosby. Crosby. Uh, nope. Sid, ha- Sid has four. Ovi has five. Pro and sports. Pro sports. So wrong again. So you went 0 for 2 on your habit prediction. Uh, the new ones, which team will advance to the second round first? Okay. Uh, the team that I am predicting to advance to the third round of the playoffs is going to be the Winnipeg Jets. Whoa. I think they're going to win the series and be the first term, first team to advance. So book it in. All right. I'll book it in. Next, have a prediction. Our next show will be after round two. 
Mm-hmm. We'll wait until it wraps up to have our next show. How many game sevens this round? <laughs> Why'd you look at me like that? Like you just like I just intensity. I had to <laughs> make the question. Um, I think three of the four series will be going to great. Will be going to game seven. Uh, we have a lot of solid series serieses so far. Serieses. <laughs> so we've far. had a lot of solid series. Whatever. There's no, I don't think he serieses. <laughs> I'm going to have to fact check that. Uh, so far in the second round. And okay, Rickard Rackle. <laughs> Listen, it's a thing. Listen, it's going to be like the Zach Parisi thing, okay? Everybody thought it was Zach Parisi, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, Listen, man, yeah, it's actually Parisi. Yeah, he's going to get traded so and be like, hey. Everyone's going to be like. It's Rickard Rackle. <laughs> uh, it's going to be, it's not Raquel. It's actually Rackle. So <laughs> mark it up. So three of the four series are going to game seven. Three out of the four. Wow. Yeah. That's amb- ambitious. I'm an ambitious guy. Ambiguous. That's the wrong I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> tweets of the week. <whistles> what you got? <laughs> you just, I know. That was you a terrible segue. <laughs> That's okay. That's um, what makes our show so great. <laughs> that was a terrible... You never know what to expect. Okay, so... I'm going to have to show you this after. Um, but yeah, it was basically somebody tweeted, uh, Drake and Ken, Kendrick Perkins exchanged more words post-game. I don't know if you saw that. Um, so yeah, somebody replied and said, Drake out here trying to get a good parking spot. And it was a photo of uh, of Drake in a wheelchair oh. from, uh, from, what's it called? Um, Degrassi. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, so... Uh, Drake needs to settle down. Yeah, he, he needs, needs to, to chill realize. out. Like, okay, like, relax, bro. Like, chill. Um, get it, you're a fan, but dude, come on. So the one I have here was a tweet of Dirk uh, Nowitzki. He, he tweeted his trainer, when do we start? And he said, I told you four years ago you were done. Four years ago. Your game has been in decline since Havlich stole the ball from you. Your full court sprints are time with a calendar. <laughs> that being said... If you wire me 561 Bitcoin, which is 5 million US, we can start tomorrow. And then he texts back, aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, and then um, I think I sent this to you, but this was just kind of like a funny tweet, not sports related, but it said uh, a girl tweeted out, I love both boys and girls, but I'm still single. And then somebody replied, guess you're just meant to be by yourself. <laughs> B-I spelled B-I. <laughs> by yourself. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye for now. Time to take a break. Want the latest Habs news with game previews, reviews, and highlights? How about full coverage of development camps and special events? Looking to follow the Laval Rocket or the Brampton Beast more closely this season? Perhaps you'd like to learn more about team prospects. Would you like a place to socialize with hockey fans all over the world? We've got what you're looking for at allhabs.net, the place where you'll find everything you need to be the most informed and connected Habs fan around. Allhabs.net. Here they come, the boys in the bright white sports car. And we're back. Back at it again. Back at it again. 
It's Lewis and Gibby and friends. Lewis, Gibby, friends. Yeah. We're friends. We do it. <laughs> okay. Not <like> that. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Hey. Uh, quick thoughts. So, is this new speed-based game the best product the NHL has ever had? We're the best friends that anyone has had. I think the new age, the new age NHL has been the most exciting. Now, some might argue that there isn't enough physicality to the game anymore. The fighting has Me. gone down. But I love seeing the talent. These young players show and all the, the speed they possess. Um, I also think the three-on-three overtime has been a solid addition to add excitement to the league. And there's a lot of open ice and you can see more talent. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. So I think Bettman and his team have done a, a pretty good job bringing excitement back to the NHL. I think it's been good. Yeah, I but I kind of like the balance. You know what I think that would be better? I just think I love the speed. Don't get me wrong, but I do think that they need to allow a little more clutching and grabbing to slow guys down. Cause, yeah, you know I think that that's gonna help. I mean, I just like to see. I I know I don't want to see all these big crushing hits. I'd like to see a little more physicality. I'd like to see a little more battles to let it go. I feel like just skating back and forth, back and forth trading chances i mean yeah it's fun but at the same time it's kind of like i don't know i just it takes away the intensity in mm-hmm. the game yeah right so i think it's, it's it's been great it's been very entertaining but i'd still i still think that we have to find i think that scales are tipping too far one way yeah. i feel like we need to like at one point it was too slow too physical then we said, you know what, we need more goals, we need more speed. But now there's too many goals, too much speed. I feel like we need to find a way to kind of make it even again. Yeah. That's how I feel. Okay. Uh, so we kind of touched on this. Do you think one good season is enough to convince you of a player's true talent? Just like William Carlson, for example. No. Is that enough? No. And it's funny that you say William Carlson because I use him as an example. Um, I don't think it, I don't think one good season is good enough example. Um, it's not enough sample size to fully allow a player to showcase himself. Uh, for example, like you just said as well, William Carlson, he's listen, he's a good player and he's having a great year. Um, but he's had one good season in his whole entire career. So I wouldn't write home about him being a 30 plus goal scorer just yet. Um, what I think is, I think a player, in order for a player to be deemed a solid player, such as a goal scorer or whatever the case may be, playmaker with racking up assists, I think he needs to consistently put up those solid numbers for at least two to three years yeah. in order to be considered one of a good, like one of the good players that you. Yeah, I agree make. with you. To tell you the truth, okay, like I know. Listen, William Carlson, every anybody would love to have him on the team. Well, yeah, with this hundred percent. Right? I mean, and there's a lot of players on Vegas that you just never expected this from those players. But at the same time, they have to do it again. You know, prove Pro- yourself. Do, prove it again. And I know everybody is just waiting for Vegas's, you know, train to fall off the yeah. tracks. It's not happening. But I feel like after this season. Do it again. Prove it again. Let's see what you can do next year. And I think that, like, you got if you do it twice, you you got my attention. Yeah. But if you, you like, Alex Galchenyuk once scored thirty goals, right? Now look, right? I mean, it all depends on the situation, all yeah. that stuff, injuries. You never know. I mean, you can't count injuries, but at the same time, yeah, I think you got to do it 
at least two, three times before you can be considered a good or a great player. Yeah. Great is out of the question. Good. And flipping it on the other side, at what point is it okay to give up on a, on a player or a prospect? Um, I think you should never give up on a prospect because players develop differently, okay? okay you can't say never. Okay, hold on. Hear me out. Whether it be a year or five years, I think you should never give up. But I think if you do not see a player progress every year, then that should be a point of concern where perhaps the system that your team has isn't for that player. For example, look at Lars Eller. Lars Eller, he never panned out for us, but in Washington, he's found success. Um, he was considered to be a top six center when, when he was drafted in St. Louis and then traded to Montreal. Um, I think he's developed very well as a top nine and he's a brink second liner. Um, he's found success under Baxter and Kuznetsov. So it's not so, it's not more so giving up. Well, it kind of is. You don't really give up, but you try, you try to, I guess, give We him. needed a shake up. I, mean, I don't find, I don't think that was giving up. Yeah, I think that was yeah. more of like, hey, it, it, we needed a shake up. Yeah, I think it's. I think it was a little bit of a give up as well. It's kind of just like, dude, you're not really what we expected from well, you. Well, I think. What, what did we expect him to be a top center? No, but he's a third we, line center there, right? He's a third line center there, but I think what he was, what he was expected to be, wasn't what he ended up panning out to be. Right. Yeah. Right. So we ended up getting rid of him, and he's found success elsewhere. Because I don't think he would have been a good. I mean, well, on, on this team, team it would have been perfect. Probably yeah. be a top center, but whatever. <laughs> I think I'll give you the examples for the Montreal Canadiens. Not give up, Ryan McDonough. Yeah, that was a not give up situation, but we did uh, give up. Jared Tenorti was a perfect give up. Uh, Mike McCarron is entering that stage of give up time. Yeah, right. I think that's yeah. You just got to get rid of him. But there, there's been a few. I mean, I can't think of. There's there's been a few that we gave up too early. Yeah. Even like Mike Ribeiro, I think back then we may have gave up on him a little too early. I think Mike Ribeiro was he was well, no, but he ended up being a half decent player. No, he was he a half decent player, but I don't I think he was a little bit of an old like he was probably like twenty five, twenty six when he left. Yeah, us. but still, like I mean I, there's certain players that we just I feel like we let go of them too early. Yeah, too early and they went on to have decent careers. Ryan McDonough so, is definitely the no the, McDonough the is guy. is the is the centerpiece of it but all. I think that was more that wasn't more of a even even you could argue PK Subban you yeah. could argue that. But see those things those two aren't exactly giving up like the okay the the McDonough trade wasn't giving up because he hasn't proved he didn't prove anything. No right? no no not that not that it's just it, what we what we traded for Scott Gomez obviously we. You look at Scott Gomez's past prior to him playing with us, he had great numbers. So you're trying to give you give up a good prospect to get that guy. Well, no, he Scott had Gomez. great numbers in the past and went to New York and wasn't as good as expected. And they were just dying to get rid of his contract. We didn't see that. We just thought, hey, let's reunite Gianta and Gomez and make a dream team. Didn't Here work. We are. Uh, and then the Subban trade, I wouldn't say giving up. I think that's more of a a hockey trade for us. Yeah, that wasn't given up. You're right. Yeah, so whatever. Yeah, I mean, 
we gave up on a lot of prospects, but yeah. then again, a lot of them never... Like, Sven under Ghetto, maybe that was given up a little bit. I think that was giving up as well. That's a good... Yeah, that's right? a good Alpha Getty? Alpha Getty. Right? I think that was given up a bit because... Look at him. I, I mean, he's he's playing well. He's he's decent. I would like to have him in the depth chart and and trade him off. Like I mean, I know we have so many wingers, but at the same time, Martinson was terror was a terrible <laughs> idea. Yeah, terrible. So, yeah, I mean, you just gotta like you said, it's it's the way you gotta develop them. You gotta develop them properly. You gotta give them every opportunity to succeed. I don't think the Habs have done a good job of that. We haven't done a good job of helping our prospects. Putting our prospects in situations to succeed, and I still think we're doing that to this day, even with like Sherbacks and all these young guys. I just don't feel like they're getting the opportunities to prove themselves, mm-hmm. and maybe that's why some of them end up in other places and they're playing well. Yeah. Um, this one popped to my mind too. Do you think that the Habs need a new mascot? Yes, hundred percent. Yuppie's not even our mascot, man. Like, <laughs> technically, yeah, he's like not. he's on loan until Expos come back, pretty much. <laughs> like, cause I guess he's. I mean, he's the Montreal Expos mascot if you really think about it. And he was just given to us because, uh, well, we all know the Expos folded. Um, now, as far as what type of mascot we need, um, yeah, I was give me, thinking, come on, what do you got? What do you I got? Was thinking, <laughs> maybe have like a giraffe, okay. Big and tall, and when we score, he like swings his neck around like furiously. <laughs> um, That's good. <laughs> big and tall, Montreal. Okay, go there ahead. it is. <laughs> big and tall, Montreal. Okay. <laughs> uh, and we call him little Toys R Us uh, copycat, but uh, Jeffrey the giraffe. Jeffrey, boom, Jeffrey on <laughs> the giraffe. Uh, okay, just go Jeffrey on. the giraffe. Jeffrey the giraffe. Okay. Yeah, that's all I got. Uh, I think we would need like a French-ish type. Mascot, Jeffrey the Giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just say it with a French accent. Jeffrey. There you go, Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey the Giraffe, <laughs> Jeffrey Gillette, Gabriel the Giraffe. Hey, Gabriel. Yeah, there. It is. All right, all right, good one. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, all right, man. You know what time it is now, Gibbs? What's your What's your? I don't. To tell you the truth, I didn't think of. I just. But do you think we need a new mascot? Yeah, I do. Think okay. we do. I think UP is expired. Like, I mean, I don't even. Like, what is UP anyway? I don't know. We don't like know. A, it's like a weird. I have no clue. Ball. I feel like we should have something. Yeah. Hey, they. You know, Jeff Molson said that he's gonna improve the experience at the Bell Center. Maybe that includes a brand new mascot. He, yeah. Maybe. We shall see. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, We shall see. You know what time it is now, Gibby. What time is it? Word on the birds. I want everybody's heard about the birds. All right. So, listen. Are you worried about the Blue Jays' performance so far against the top dogs in the division? I ain't worried about none. I ain't worried about none. Eh? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, listen, it sucks because usually these series that we drop early on in the season come back to haunt you. But um, I still think the Jays will be competing for the wild card. Um, well, last week you said you thought they would win the baby. Yeah, I kind of withdraw those comments. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I was a little out of my head. Um but remember, we are without a big power bat in Donaldson, although he is being activated tomorrow. 
Um, so it's a little sample size for the matchups against the big dogs this season because, I mean, we're only, what, like 40 games into the season or something like that. Um, the more important thing is winning the series we need, we need to win in order to stay pace with the big dogs in our division. That's what I think. Yeah. No, I hear you on that. Um, I don't, you know, I don't think I, we need to worry yet because, again, like you said, I feel like with a, with a healthy Josh Donaldson, Josh a, health, Donaldson. a healthy Tulawitzki, and a healthy Devin Travis, you know, if we get the Devin Travis that, not healthy, but the guy, the guy that we know and love, um, they're going to be a lot better. They've competed with the, with the top dogs. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when when this team is truly healthy, we can see what we truly have here. And I feel like the insertion, you know, of of the younger players have made this team a, a lot more competitive yeah. and has kept us around. But I think if those three pieces come back and you get a, you know, that's when you're really going to see the real Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. That's the full team. And I feel like once we play the Red Sox and the Yankees during that time, then we can get a full we can really judge how the team is truly going to be. Yeah. Now, the shortstop position. Kind of been a small issue so far. Yeah. Do they need to address this via trade or just wait and see what Tulo does when he comes back? Um, okay, I think Diaz has been decent for us, okay? And it is still early on in the season. Um, I don't think we should really sacrifice anything from our farm system or whatever the case may be for another shortstop. We have Tulo, um, who, as we know, has been injured. We have Bo Bichette coming up in the system. So I don't really feel like there's a need to panic. Um, I think you should just ride out Diaz until Tulo comes back. But I do think, I think Diaz eventually will pick up his game. Last year, I believe he hit 274 with a decent amount of home runs in that. Um, I think he's just kind of got the 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 new team slump. Mm-hmm. So I think just stand pat to what's going on. Don't fix what's not broken. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, everybody that's played there has been serviceable. Yeah. Okay, but in my opinion, not every not nobody is an everyday guy. No, Nobody's an everyday guys, short. Yeah, they're all injured, depth guys. Right? So that's the and that's why I feel like we haven't had the consistency that we all would like is at the plate and on the field. So I think at this point, I mean, we don't know what Tulowitzki we're gonna get, right? Hopefully he is what he was. Hopefully he's in like some underground lab being mechanically restructured. Yeah, because or who knows? Maybe he's visiting King Kai and training to fight Frieza. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a possibility. Dragon Ball Z shout out. <laughs> uh, you know, at the end of the day, I think stay pat. Let, let r- do it by committee. Run it by committee right now, mm-hmm. and um, we'll see what what Tulo can do when he returns. And if not, we just trade for La Maleza, Jose Reyes. No, <laughs> La Maleza is hey. just as useful as Tulo. Hey, right why? Now. What's wrong with La Maleza? No, man, guys. Terrible contract. He was a ha- he was a happy guy though. Yeah, he was happy. <laughs> He's a good guy, character guy, good yeah. attitude. He had a good attitude. Yeah, whatever. Let's give him that. Whatever. All right. So I know I chose this guy to be one of my flops. You don't seem to to feel the same about this. Do you think it's time to cut bait with Kendris Morales? 
why? Like, why do, why do you feel like that? Why? I just, I want to know what your Okay, I'm going to tell you what, how I feel first. Okay, this guy, he can hit some jacks, no question. Okay. Switch hitter. Okay. I'm sure he's a good person, too. Yeah, who cares about that? But um, I feel like soon the team is going to have some healthy bodies. Okay? And to have a guy who's going to be a strictly a DH around, it, I mean, it doesn't make sense. We're, we're already struggling to find playing time for some of the talent on but this team. But he's not team. strictly a DH. He plays first when he... Oh, come on, man. He is, not, he is not the type of guy you want in there at first base. He's, he's not a good first base. Well, he's not a bad guy. And backup. we already have a Steve Pierce who could play you know, first base. We have Steve Pierce and Granderson, who are on and off guys. We have Donaldson coming back, who they're saying is going to DH some days, and you're going to have young Jervis playing third. Okay, we have other uh, young guys on the team that we need to find playing time for and at-bats for. right? Devin Travis is not even here. Imagine when Tulo comes. Imagine when Josh Donaldson comes. Now you have all these young guys on this team, right? And you got to find playing time for them. And I feel like he's like the odd man out. He, you got to be able to do both. And right now, I feel like the Blue Jays are in an unexpected situation where they have a lot of players who can play all over the field. And these guys are performing. Where Kendris Morales is one-dimensional. And to be honest, he really hasn't been that good of a hitter either. Can't run the bases. So, I mean, there's a lot of, of bad things that come with his game. So what I think is, why not flex him out there, see if you can get a bullpen arm for him, prospect something, right? Uh, he's only got one year left on his contract, I believe. He's, he's expensive, I know, but at the same time, I just feel like when, when healthy bodies start rolling through, maybe we're better off parting ways. Like, you know, welcome to divorce court, Kendrys. Uh it's yeah, over. but when you do that, then say there's injuries that happen and pop up, right? You never yeah, but okay, do that. but okay, but injuries and, and where's he gonna play? First base? Yeah, We're gonna he he's gonna be first. our ever he's gonna be our everyday first no, baseman. You, no, I never said that. I'm saying you have injury. Like you're saying, there's gonna be a massive. How, amount how of many guys. times has he played first base this year? Not once. How many times has Smoke sat? Not many. Maybe yeah, once. but that's what I mean. So, but at the same time, is who would you rather have at first base? Steve Pierce. Or, or Morales. Or Morales. It doesn't really matter to me because. Or even there's other guys on the team who if there's play in, first. Like who? I think Young Jervis has played first before. Yeah, there's a few really other guys. Him. Yeah, first really base. There. Like there's a few guys who can play first base better than Kendris. I think Kendris is just overlooked. Uh, listen, I'm not. I'm not opposed to. I would even him. call up Vladdy G- Jr. and have him play first. No man, what are you talking about? Morales isn't that bad of a. First baseman. He just hasn't been used at first base. Because he's not that good. No, because you have Justin Smoke, who's one of the best first basemen in the league. Right, but even still, they would much rather put Steve Pierce there than have Morales. And I'm not the only guy. Like, if you look around baseball, a lot of people are complaining about Kendris Morales, how he's, yeah, I'm he's not taking... Saying, they I'm feel not like he's clogging a spot up on this team. And I agree with them. And I actually felt like that at the beginning of the year. Because he's not that good. He's been a good hitter in the past, but I don't feel like he's a good enough hitter to be strictly a DH. He's only if he okay. I'll put it this way: baseball's so like weird with matchups and stuff. And if he was, if he was, if he was a, like a right-handed batter or a left-handed batter, 
he wouldn't. No, hundred percent. I mean, the but switch hitter. He's yeah. a switch hitter, and he's got it, power. It makes, on both sides. And he's got power. And it remember, makes it that hard, much Sorry. harder to kind of like get rid of him. So, I mean, this year, I would kind of just if healthier bodies come and whatever you have the roster space to keep him on, then you have him as a pinch hitter. Right, right. And, and unfortunately, it looks like we're headed that way. Yeah, which I'm completely fine with because at the end of the day, he's a switch hitter. You, you, it's it's a valuable thing to have, right? And I'm saying this after yesterday, he did hit like two home runs, I think, in the game. Yeah. So I mean, he can get hot, and I don't think he's a bad player to have on the team. But no, I just, I, get what I you're just saying. feel yeah. like when when bodies start coming back, do you really want to send one of these kids down just for him but to who stay? Would, who would you send down? I mean, at this point. They're going to have to look at it. It's going to be either Guriel, Guriel, but no, Guriel might go down if Donaldson comes back. Yeah. What if Tulo comes back? Then, uh, who? Bullpen arm, right? Yeah, it would be that Ramirez. Then when Devin Travis comes back, I mean, then you're starting to, who else is going to sit out? You're going to like, yeah. Right? Aledmus Diaz? Is it, do you really think that? Yeah, probably it's going to end up being a guy like that who who I think probably is more useful here. So yeah. I don't know. I just feel like he he might end up being the, the odd man out, and he might be taking up a, a spot on this team that is at this point we need somebody there who's who's going to be warm and ready to play. Yeah, not just a inconsistent hitter. Because let's be honest, he hasn't lived up to his contract. No. He was he a lot better hitter before he got here. Yes, he's showed moments, but he hasn't been great. So. It is what it is. It is. All right, so that's it for us today. Yeah. Good show. Uh, enjoy the rest of round two of the playoffs. Don't forget, uh, Habs Unfiltered will have another episode coming out this week sometime. Uh, Rick and Amy have a brand new episode uh, from the press box. Check that one out. Um, Habs 360 is done for the summer, but I believe you know we're still here. So listen to us. Oh yeah, listen to us. And for some reason, nobody has contacted me about the Jake Gardner jersey that I was trying to give away last week. Weird, weird. But it's still available. And <laughs> Dart Guy too. He's got no plans. He says he's got no plans for like all summer. So give him a call. Yeah. He says he can't golf. So, I mean, he's not watching hockey anymore, and he can't golf. So he said he's free. So get in contact with either myself or Gibby <laughs> or the Twitter account if you're interested in, in entering this contest. All right, guys. See ya later. <laughs>